everyone. This is Erica and Yvette, and this is the Melanin Pearls podcast, episode 50. Yes! (laughs) Can we pause there for a second? Like, episode 50. Okay, okay. I'm saying fist bumps. A little conversation over dinner, right? Brought us to this mm-hmm. place. And that mm-hmm. is amazing. amazing. Amazing, amazing. So episode 50. I don't have my little blow steamer thing, but episode 50. That's all I gotta say. Um, there's a lot going in this world, that A lot going mm-hmm. on, right? Mm-hmm. And and that coupled with our daily lives and challenges can can sometimes be overwhelming. And I was yep. taking a look at um, you know, looking online, kind of doing some some thoughts on stress, et cetera. And I found that the American Psychological Association conducted a Stress in America poll in 2022. And according to this poll, the stress and mental health statistics are not getting better. And in fact, yeah. to break it down, the poll offered or the survey offered the following insights. Get this, you guys. 81% of Americans who participated in the poll were stressed out due to supply chain issues. That's it. I can see that. Right? I can see that. Mm-hmm. 87% of Americans are stressed out due to the rising inflation in the country. And that's up from 59% in August of 2021 and 58% in June of 2021. Dropping the knowledge and the statistics. Yeah. I'm just saying I can see that. Okay, data, 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 data. You know, <laughs> um, math don't lie. I exactly. always tell my, I always tell my team that I was like, you have your opinion, but two plus two will always be four. Math don't lie. Science is real. Mm-mm. Exactly. Go ahead. So I'm gonna drop three more, and then I'll. Okay. I'll, I'll, okay. You know, eighty percent of Americans are tensed and stressed about possible Russian cyber attacks or nuclear threats to the U.S. Mm. 69% of Americans fear that a World War III could break out and we are in the genesis phase of it. Ooh. And 65% of Americans responded that they were stressed out about money and the economy. And, and that's a lot. And, and to be a, honest, I'm stressed. I'm stressed I, exactly. Now. I was about to say, <laughs> I know, right? And, and I think about these things as well. And, and Yvette, what are, what are your thoughts on some of the stuff that I just dropped? Because I, 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 was, I was surprised when I saw it myself. You know, it's, it's, it's fun. Well, it's not funny. It's, it's interesting because when you say, when you were reading all that, you know, out loud, literally it, those are thoughts that have been running through my head, but I kind of kept them at bay, mm-hmm. but hearing them kind of like gave me some agita. Like I, all the world that we live in, you know, to be honest, it's cray cray. Like it is literally off the rails um, from politics, talking head cable channels to crazy politicians to to the world just coming undone from the financial, economic, health with the pandemic. You know, there's there's new things coming out every day about you know new strains of this and new this, new that, and it's it's a lot, you know. And when you can't get stuff, you know, on a timely basis or like you used to because of the supply chain, it just creates agita. I mean, Erica, you know, I was having some um, renovations done in the house when we they built out my office. Literally everything was done, but it took nine weeks to wait for cabinets for the bookcase. Mm-hmm. Nine weeks. 
supply chain issue. It's just like nine weeks, like literally I couldn't use the office and the, the construction crew was literally waiting and they were doing other jobs, just waiting for the cabinets. And they came in, took them 15 minutes to put the cabinets on and then they left. And then I could move into the office. So it's just things like that. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's and a think lot. about you were doing elective work in your house, right? Yeah. This imagine that you wanted yeah. to do if you're trying to build right. your house and yeah. it takes nine weeks to get something and you are in between homes or you're paying two mortgages or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And mm-hmm. you're waiting for stuff like that mm-hmm. would stress me the hell out, you know? So, yeah, so I, there's a, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, but I mean, to keep it real, like there, there's, Nothing and no one is absolutely perfect. Stuff happens, you know, all the time. And what I work really hard to do is remind myself, it's not what happens to you. It's about how you react to it, right? Mm-hmm. And how you inter- how you internalize it, or if you do internalize it. Because it's, it's you know, Lena Horne said it best. I don't know if you, you know this quote. She said, it's not the load that wears you down, it's how you carry it. Absolutely. And, yep. and, and that, that holds, and that holds the same for, you know, living your best fullest life possible. You know, we have super long to do lists. You got the crazy people on the street, rude drivers, rude people in the stores, the most stupidest people you run into at the airport, apps that don't work, recipes that don't come out right, being late for dinner, being ghosted, right? All these things are just some of the irks that I've run into some of them this past week, but, you know, I don't let it ruin my week, my day or my mood. Right. And it took me a while to get to that point because, you know, back in the day, Erica, like things would piss me off. Like I, it would literally sit on me like a, like a storm cloud all day long. And I, I wouldn't, it, it just, it would just, I would just stew in it. You just like how stupid and inconsiderate and rude people are, et cetera, you know, who or how something didn't go right. You know, so what I would like to do today, and I, and I think you're going to do the same, Erica, is I like to share with our audience, you know, a few tips on how I <laughs> have navigated to position myself to kind of live. I didn't I'm not going to say stress free. I'm going to say a stress less life. You see, I didn't say stress free. I said stress less and happy life. So, yeah, agreed. 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 Yeah. And, and totally stress is a part of life. And it's really just how we, we deal with it. Um, and that is really, you know, what we kind of want to talk about ways that, that we deal with it. But the way you manage stress is very personal to you. And you mm-hmm. need to determine what will help you during those moments. We just want to share some of what have helped us during some moments. And I'm sure, I mean, I, I did some research too, kind of looking at other ways that you can handle stress. So we'll definitely have some webs- websites that you can take a look at on our webpage for you to take a look. Um, if you need to just find some new ways to yeah. uh, handle stress. So, yeah, I mean, there's a whole yeah. bunch of, I mean, it's like, there is no one size fits all there's, and, and you know, and uh, I'm, I'm just going to reiterate from my perspective, I'm not saying my shit's going to work for everybody. It could, some of it could work for you. Pieces of it may work for you. And then you may come up with something else, but like Erica indicated, it's a personal process that you have to identify what will work for you to help reduce your stress load um, and keep you, you know, on point 
and thinking positive to live the best version of yourself in the best life. So absolutely. So I'm going to go on three and then Yvette, I'll, I'll hand it over to you and you can talk about three things that you've done that, that okay. work for you. I mean, I think what for me, I'm a very faith based person. Um, note, I didn't say religion. I said faith. Um, and I truly believe in a higher power. And like I said, it's very personal to you, but I do lean on my faith a lot in times of stress. And I, try to look at those teachings to help me and guide me as I move through stressful times, understanding that there's always a peak and a valley. And sometimes we're in the valley, but we don't stay in the valley, right? It's just a period of time. It is a situation in time. And I always walk with the thought in mind that I'm not going to be here forever, but what am I going to do to change the situation and not be here forever. So I lean on my faith. I lean on that level of understanding to kind of help navigate through those moments. Uh, I practice gratitude. Although things aren't great, I am grateful for fill in the blank. Um, Because when you look for me, when I look at life with a grateful spirit and a grateful heart, it helps me put things in perspective. No, it's not perfect. Life isn't perfect, but I'm very grateful for the opportunity to you know, I'll give you an example. I had um, something happen with my car and it was unexpected and it was very pricey, but I'm grateful for the possibility of having one and being able to move around. So, so yes, that was a little tough, but it kind of helped me to, to just take in that situation. You know, I'm able to, to take care of it and, and, you know, move forward. So kind of having a grateful spirit and thinking about gratitude. Um, A third thing that I'll mention is Sometimes when things really get stressful in the moment, I pause and I take many (laughs) deep breaths. Like I just kind of pause, especially at work. Like sometimes when I'm at work and something is really grinding my gears, I try to just step away for a second, take a few deep breaths and just kind of get my mind in perspective and then go back to the situation. A, I don't want to send any angry emails, never. B, I don't want to say anything that isn't appropriate. I always want to think about what I'm saying. So by taking a step back, taking some breaths, kind of thinking it through, it kind of helps me calm down and also think about what my next steps are going to be. Yvette, how about you? Hmm. Really good insight. I mean, those those three things are pretty good. I mean, but mine are completely different. And that just goes to show again, like how personal this is. It's like um, um, I am spiritual um, and I use meditation as part of my daily gratitude attitude, my daily my daily way of starting my day and and kind of being present. but one of the things that really helps keeps the stress less level down is when stuff doesn't go right is work for me is finding the optimistic viewpoint in a negative, in a negative situation. Erica said, you know, like when her car had a pricey uh, thing to, to fix, she mentioned, you know, she, she went to gratitude, but I have a car, you know, I have the ability to, get it fixed, you know, to think of the positive. And the same thing works for me. And for me, it's just like one of the, for me, this one of the simplest 
but most effective ways to build a more positive stressless outlook for me has been in my experience to ask more helpful questions or to look for the good in a possibly like messed up situation. So um, I say I made a mistake, didn't kill it during the presentation or I messed up in some type of kind of way before I launch into being the ass in an ass kicking contest, right? I stop and ask myself questions like, you know, what is one thing that is positive or good about this situation? Or what is one opportunity within this situation? You know, so by doing so, my outlook is a whole lot better than it, what it used to do. Because back in the day, woo, I would usually beat myself up or take it to the next level and dive into things, how things could get worse or even worse, right? So don't get me wrong. Um, it does take me a beat to stop and interrupt my knee-jerk reaction of going, you know, super negative. Um, and I, and I don't always use the right questions in the right way because I need some more time to process my thoughts and feelings first. But again, the pause does prevent me from going down a path that's not super helpful. And so just let me say, I'm not saying to force optimistic thinking, because if you're in an emotional turmoil, that's just usually not going to work that well. So that's one. Two for me is I don't like drama. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm. I like peace. And so I am maniacal, myopic, laser focused on making sure that I cultivate and live in a positive environment. So you've heard Eric and I talk about this a lot to be uber selective of who you let into your life, your house, your inner circle, your tribe. And I can tell you from personal experience, who you choose to spend your time with and the input you get from TV, the internet and magazines have a huge effect on your outlook. Surfing the internet and living in Instagram does not lead to a healthy mindset for me. So we talked about this in previous episodes, you know, to be able to stay positive, it's essential to have influences in your life that support and uplift you instead of dragging you down. Going back to the well, who do you go to or what's around you to refill your cup when you're low? So, you know, I want to invite everyone to, you know, to carefully consider what you let into your mind. And we talked about it a few ways that you can start. Like, for example, you can ask yourself, who are the most three negative people I spent time with? Or what are those three most negative sources of information I spend my time on? And consider your answers, right? And think about how you can start spending less time with one of those people or those all those people or information sources during this week. Now that you have this quote unquote free time, you know, think about how you can spend it with doing more positive things or with more positive people in your life. And then the last one you know, it's a twofold. Um, I would say it's, it's slowing down and smelling the roses and staying present. And when I say slow down, it's like, it may sound like an oxymoron for someone like me who works and lives in New York City, the heart of the rat, the rat race. But I found when I go too fast, when I try to think, talk, eat, and move around in my world really quickly, then things don't normally go too well. For example, I was preparing for a speaking engagement. And as I'm running through my presentation, I noticed every time I messed up, it was because I was speaking or thinking too fast. So for me, when stress builds up, I've noticed so does the ease 
of thinking negatively, meaning that it's easier for me to just automatically go to that knee jerk, that one, that, that spot that's not so positive. So it isn't then when you always feel, isn't when you always feel drained and exhausted or too tired, always when I'm going so super fast. Speed to me is my kryptonite. So my, my battery drains faster, the faster I go. But if I slow down, even just for a few minutes, even if I have to force myself by going for a walk or talking or eating slower, then my mind and body calms down too. And then it becomes easier for me to think of things through clearly again and easier for me to find a more optimistic and constructive perspective. And then that ties into slowing down, ties into the staying present. Because, you know, there's tons of quotes out there about being present. And let me tell you, the present is so much, much more funner than living in the past, you know, or paralyzing yourself to thinking about the future, right? Because you, you, there's so much going on, like, where do you start? You're just paralyzed being in one spot. So I found that by spending my time to be present in the moment, then it becomes so much easier to access positive emotions and staying realistic about what I can actually do about something in my life. You know, and, and the, one of the exercises that I do to do that is I bring myself, I reconnect in the moment. You know, I stop and for two minutes and I focus on what's going around me with all my senses. What can I see? What can I do? What, what do I hear? What do I smell? If I can taste something, what do I feel? Like the wind on my face, the sun on my skin. Um, this might sound like a small and insignificant thing to do, but for me, this simplifying reconnection with the moment has a very, very positive effect on the rest of my day. And it works, at least for me. Mm, those are my was, things, E. Those mm-hmm. are great. Those are great. So as you see, there are different ways that we can find that positivity and you have to find what's best for you. Maybe it's going yeah. for a walk. Maybe it's working out. Maybe it's watching a funny movie. I know for me, sometimes I, I just need to get away for a minute. Um, talking to a friend, you know, being intentional, as that said, removing that drama from your life. Yeah. There, there, whatever it is that works for you. But at the end of the day, we know the negative aspects of stress and we know what stress can do to our body, to our mind. And, you know, we're not taking a, an approach to say, ignore it. We're saying we have to, you know, we have to navigate through it and we need to find that way to navigate through it so that we can live life the way we want to live it and be the best versions of ourselves that we can possibly be. Mm -hmm. So although things are hard out there for many of us, and there's a, you know, there is that need for us to stay positive. Even when things around us are negative, chaotic, fill in the blank, right? But find your way, whatever it is that works for you, because your peace of mind is priceless. And finding ways to navigate through those moments is paramount. Mm-hmm. And, and lastly, I would say to me, it's about finding joy because joy and happiness are different, right? Because joy is internal, which means that when we have joy, we can navigate. Happiness sometimes is be- we're happy because something has happened or we're happy because of an occasion. But joy, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, that's in your heart that gives you that peace of mind is what will allow you to navigate through those challenges and stresses of this thing we all call life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Girl, I don't even know what to say. I mean, I know, right? that's just, yeah, it's <laughs> it's you know, it's one of these things that you and I 
you know, through the years, I'm not going to say how long, but there's a lot of our friendship is that we've seen each other highs, lows, lows of lows, highs of highs. And the constant thread like that, that event horizon has always been, you know, having someone you know, like you in my life to go to, to kind of like talk me off the ledge or be there with me holding the garbage can as I'm about to knock somebody out or whatever that is, right? Whatever that is. It's like, it's super important to be able to have that good energy around you. And because that helps you to find ways to, I want to say soothe yourself, but Find ways to support yourself, to be that best friend that you are to other people, but to be that best person to yourself so that you can navigate this craziness so that you can become and continue to live in that best version of you. So you don't get caught down a rabbit hole like you're like, oh, my gosh, why did I do that? Why did I say that? Right. It catches you in the spot where you can take a breath, take a step, take a beat to 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 be the best you. And it's not a reaction, it's response. And in order to respond, you have to be present and take that step. And that, for me, with the help of Erica through all these years, I would have to say, has helped me, you know, to navigate this, the craziness of the world. And, you know, you know, Erica, you said it best when you, not sending that crazy email, right? You know, someone sends you a nasty gram, like, ooh, I'm going to be like, you know, and what does that do for you in that moment? It may get you relief, but the ramifications are going to be much, much more harder to, to deal with and unpack. So, you know, having good people around you and taking a breath, taking a beat to find a positive silver lining, if you want to put that. And just remember that you want to be the best version of yourself. And like, will this thing you do or say, you know, embody that? So I couldn't have said it better myself. So with Mm, that, mm, mm. we're going to close this out, go out there and find that good energy. And thanks for listening. And that's it for this week's episode. Add us to your favorite streaming platform or on iTunes now to ensure you never miss out on another second of the Melman Pearls podcast. We will hate for it for you to miss out. Any samples of media remain the property of their owners. Opinions expressed reflect the individual's point of view, not that of the Melman Pearls podcast. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and Instagram, and don't forget to rate us on iTunes and Spotify. If there's a topic you would like for us to cover, let us know by visiting www.melmanpearls.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, we encourage you to visualize your best self.